Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Chris sent me a note. It's kind of close to home because it involves a tow truck company. And I used to drive a tow truck years ago. I've mentioned that before. So from CBS Chicago. And Chicago, of course, often has problems with towing as well. And all of this does tie together. Woman says someone from a towing company was driving her car incurring violations after they towed it. From CBS Chicago, Sabrina Franza wrote this. And so the woman says that the company towed her car away. Her car got towed away. After it got towed away, it started racking up all kinds of tickets as if it was being driven by somebody. Despite the fact that she wasn't driving it because they towed it away. So the only people who had access to it would have been the towing company, which makes you wonder. So... Sabrina Franza writes, we first told you about this scam last month, which was a tow truck company busted for charging exorbitant fees. And and a lot of these towing companies have these sweetheart deals with municipalities where the city says, if you tow a vehicle, you can charge pretty much anything you want. And because they have this endorsement from the city, and they're actually kind of working with the city on this, uh, they can get away with it. So this scam runs even deeper. According to CBS2's Sabrina Frenza, uh, the scam is not just about towing cars for crazy prices, but you should be aware that in their report a couple days before Halloween, they found somebody whose towing bill was (laughs) $57,800. No, it's only funny because it's absurd. $57,800. For that kind of money, you should be able to tow a car to the moon and back. So... Now we're learning the scam didn't end there. An employee at the towing company may have been using one of the victim's cars as his own. And she actually says he was, but I don't know that we can go that far. Meanwhile, the woman who owned the car has not been home since August. And that's when her Dodge Ram pickup truck was towed away by this company. Okay? So now her car is back. She got it back. And she says, I finally got my truck back two months later. So for two months... She didn't have her car. Presumably, when the truck got towed, it would have been taken to an impound yard. And then if she redeemed it or got it out of there, then she should have gotten it back. And in the meantime, it should not have traveled on its own. Okay? So I'm assuming they're using flatbeds these days. So the vehicle, just getting dragged onto a flatbed, taken to a yard and stored, and then handed back to her when she pays for it, uh, should not have incurred any mileage on it, for instance. The uh, tow truck company was busted by the Chicago Department of Business Affairs and Consumer Protection uh, and other agencies of operating a scam. And that was towing people's cars to a city-owned lot and then charging exorbitant prices, such as $57,800. When this woman's car was in an accident, she described a man from the towing company as being kind of creepy. I didn't feel comfortable with him. She also said the towing company would not let her see her own car or get it back. And that's the thing is that if you're in a car accident and your car's blocking traffic and it's not drivable legally, the police often will call a towing company. And I got those phone calls. I got those phone calls. I would show up and there's a car mangled in an intersection. Two cars mangled in an intersection. And the police officer would say, uh, Steve, get that out of here. And they, they, they'd hurry me. They, we want to hurry on this. But I also saw accidents where one car was mangled, but one car was still drivable. So they go, okay, tow this car, but this car can leave on its own as soon as we're done writing up the report. So when the guy shows up because I'm taking your vehicle, ah, uh, okay. So she said that they would not let her see the vehicle or get it back. 
And now she says, they've been driving my car since the day they took it. Then she started getting bills, speeding tickets, uh, toll bills, and notices to show up in court. You got to love it. (laughs) Getting court notices for stuff, not only that you didn't do, but you were unaware of because you weren't there when it happened and it being something you don't know about. They told me they're going to suspend my license and they're going to suspend my plates referring to the powers that be. And I'm telling them, I don't even have my vehicle. I mean, it's my vehicle, but I don't even have it. Someone else has my vehicle. (laughs) Now, some of the charges have been dismissed, but the woman says that more charges keep accumulating. So some of this stuff takes a little bit of lag time before it catches up. So it might be there's still some more tickets in the mail. Uh, She says, it's like I'm being penalized and I didn't do anything. When she finally did get her vehicle back, it was not that badly damaged. But she said it did smell like cigarettes. Someone was smoking in there. And it had stickers and fingerprints all over it. Uh, She also said that when she checked, several random phones had been synced with the Bluetooth, which is an interesting idea because that right there would help you identify who it was that was messing with this truck. Uh, She said, I haven't taken the writing off. All these fingerprints and stuff is not mine. She just wants the person who's driving the car and the company to be held responsible. If it was anybody on the street, they couldn't get away with it. What makes them different? Because they have the word towing (laughs) on their truck. They're still stealing. Back when uh, the TV station first told about the scam, the owner and a tow truck driver were both arrested for trespassing on city-owned property. Uh, Now, the sources of the TV station say those people have been released, but meanwhile, this woman is still fighting speeding tickets incurred by someone else driving her car. Uh, Several problems here, first of which is this shows you one of the problems with automated speeding tickets, okay? Now, tolls obviously get paid by somebody who's in a vehicle in that vehicle at that time. It doesn't matter who owns the vehicle. It's just who's ever bringing the vehicle across through the toll zone, okay? That I kind of understand. The idea that a vehicle goes blowing down the road and blows by a a, a thing that measures speed and goes, oh, that vehicle's speeding. Let's send a ticket to its owner. Well, a ticket, although it's not often a criminal offense, more of a civil offense usually, uh, it's still criminal in nature, and it, it's not the vehicle that's breaking the law. <laughs> it's, it's the driver. And so to make the leap that, oh, it must be the owner who's driving it. Um, I'm surprised that that actually flies almost anywhere. Because, I mean, how many times have you known people who drove other people's cars? And before you jump too quickly on that, remember, children often drive cars owned by their parents. I also know family members who routinely lend vehicles back and forth. I've driven my brother's car. He has driven mine. Okay, so if he's out driving in my car and I get a speeding ticket for my car speeding, now you'd say, Steve, of course, hand it to your brother and make him pay it. Well, yeah, yeah, but what about this, where the vehicle uh, is in somebody else's possession without the permission of the owner? And the weird part about this is, it sounds like she's going into court and fighting his tickets going, it wasn't me and I can prove it. And they're saying, okay, fine. And they dismiss the tickets after she proves that. But that's not the correct answer. The correct answer is to say, oh, who did have your car? Let's drag them in here and make them pay these. Because that's why they're doing this crazy stuff in the vehicle. They knew they wouldn't get caught. At least they wouldn't have to pay for it. And I'm going to let you know 
31 years practicing law in the state of Michigan, a lot of consumer protection along the way, I actually handled a case very similar to this. And my client's vehicle got repoed for falling behind in her payments. She got the letter in the mail saying, here's how you redeem your vehicle. She went through the steps and she redeemed the vehicle. She went and picked it up. And when she picked it up, it was a mess. It was a mess. And the ashtrays were this deep in cigarette butts. There were like Red Bull cans underneath the seat. All kinds of stuff that she did not use or partake of in that vehicle. And she walked inside and said, guys, what happened to my vehicle? I'm like, what are you talking about? We towed it and put it right there. It hasn't moved since. And it had moved since. And we filed a lawsuit. And the interesting thing is that when she talks about, I'm talking about the woman in the vehicle uh, in Chicago with her situation, uh, she says that what they're doing is theft. Well, as I pointed out before, there's actually a fine distinction between theft and conversion. Because if they legally have possession of your vehicle, it's not theft. But for them to use it without your permission or to convert it to their own use, it's called conversion. Conversion is actually so close to theft that you don't want to do that either. The only distinction is that usually, usually, the police won't get involved and arrest somebody for conversion because they'll go, well, you gave them the keys to your car, so they didn't really steal it. And then somehow they have this one-step analysis that they stop at. And so you wind up having to sue them. And that's what we did in our case. Now, I'll tell you right now that in a case like that, it's going to come right down to the word of two people. My client's going to get a stand to testify, but what she says is true. And somebody from the towing company's going to get them to go, nope, never happened. Never happened. Jury's going to pick a winner. Now, our case settled, which means it didn't go to a jury. And I suspect that's because the towing company knew that all of the facts and details uh, were going to make them look pretty bad. And um, I later spoke to somebody who told me that what had happened was my client's vehicle was a kind of raised up four-wheel drive pickup truck, which was really, really handy for driving around the yard in the wintertime. And so when they got the vehicle, they thought, well, like every other vehicle out here, it ain't going to get redeemed because most vehicles are not redeemed. They send a redemption letter and ride out the waiting period, and the person never contacts them. So they got this vehicle in that was a useful vehicle for them, and they thought, oh, we'll just kind of turn it into a company truck till we find out what's going to happen with it. And the woman comes in one day and goes, I'm going to redeem that vehicle. And they're like, oops. They thought, oh, well, she can't prove anything. And then we filed the lawsuit. It's kind of funny how once in a while people are sound asleep until they get hit with a lawsuit. Suddenly they wake up. Like, what? <laughs> so anyway, story out of Chicago is troubling. Chris sent it to me. Thanks a lot from CBS Chicago TV. Uh, the woman's vehicle was towed from an accident, but it appears that it was still operating just fine. And to compound matters, while they had her vehicle for two months, somehow it racked up all kinds of speeding and parking and other kinds of traffic infractions, despite the fact that it was safely in a storage lot where she, by the way, was being charged storage. That's, that's the irony. She's being charged storage, but the vehicle's not there. It's out ripping around in the road someplace. So that's the final irony in this story. Woman says someone from the towing company kept on driving her vehicle, incurring violations after they towed it. Questions or comments, put them below. Otherwise, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? The food is great, but there's no atmosphere.